Hey guys, how are we getting on? Welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 14. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's doing well over this tough period of time. I hope we're all still moving. I hope we're all still trying to maximize and optimize our training and nutrition or doing the best we can be because I can tell you from experience that if you are doing that, you are well ahead of the curve here. I've had so many people message me saying, Josh, I can't, uh, I can't get into my exercise. I can't do uh, anything nutrition-wise. I've lost the run of myself at the moment. So if you are currently exercising and you're doing something that puts a smile on your face, you are well, well, well ahead of the curve here. So keep doing what you're doing. If it makes you happy, just keep doing it. Like I said in one of my most recent posts, just make sure it, whatever you're doing is making you happy at the moment and, and really um, is moving you closer towards your why. Why? are you doing your exercise? So a big welcome to ex- uh, episode even, excuse me, episode number 14 today. Um, so a couple of little, um, a little bit of housekeeping almost, I'd almost call it, or a few updates in my life since we, we had the last podcast one or two weeks ago. So since we last spoke, um, I've moved my business completely online. Uh, moving away from one to PT, one to one PT even after about three years um, is a strange feeling. And But I think that um, over the last number of weeks and months, I really feel that this is, is the right right one for me. It's the right way for me to go regarding my business um, and for me to have enjoyment from it. There are lots of pluses from uh, moving completely online. The the early starts is definitely the, the key for me. And um, being able to have a little bit longer uh, sleep opportunity allows me to, to be much more effective and efficient during the day, um, much more structured to my day. I can less commuting and I can really, really concentrate on trying to nail down all the variables for, for my overall health, well-being and body composition as well. So I find it um, a lot easier working from home and I'm just enjoying the process so much. So it's a bit of a no-brainer for me. I feel I'm much, much more suited uh, to online. First of all, um, from a results perspective, I feel I can really, really accelerate here and and I'm finding it much easier to get everyone to the level of body composition that they want to get. All my clients seem to be moving forward week after week and it's a really, really nice feeling. Um, But I will say that I will miss... uh, um, the the one-to-one kind of chatting with people during the day that was one of my favorite parts of of pt coaching and i still loved my my couple of years at it but i think it now is time and um, for me to move fully online the second one then is um that i've started to work with a new coach so i know we talked about this potentially in my in the last podcast and um, so i've started to work with uh, aj mars um which uh, we started up i think it's about two weeks now all in um really really enjoying it so far very simple effective uh, structure which I, I do enjoy rather than all these um really really complicated uh plans and 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 food plans and ex, all these kind of things that just overwhelm you it's simple it's basic it's it's effective though um, and what we're doing now is is running a, a recomposition phase which some of you who follow me on instagram will know that we're about two three weeks in i think so far and um, about three weeks and we have about two or three weeks left to finish up this recomposition phase and we can then transition into uh back into a gaining phase and that kind of transitions us into our, our topic today, and that's going to be the recomposition phase. First of all, what is a recomp? Okay, I use that word a lot, um, and I just wanted to kind of define it. So recomp is an abbreviated, abbreviated term for a recomposition phase. So what we are simply trying to do is to improve or re-improve almost, you'd almost say, um, our body composition. So a little bit of a, a tidy up is, the, is another phrase that you might hear me say. This should be simply a brief period, 
in and out, simple, effective and efficient, where we go into a dieting phase to improve body composition to then re-enter a gaining phase. So it's like you're, you're priming the body to enter a long gaining phase. And that's simply what I'm doing at the moment. After just hitting it, running a 12-week gaining phase, I'm doing a four-week recomposition phase, and then I'll, I'll enter another 12, 16, maybe 20-week gaining phase in front of me, making sure that I'm responsive and in the right position to do so. So that's the what. When do you need it? So you have to evaluate our physique here and, and see and a, a good coach or having the coaching eye will be able to do this for you. So when we start to accumulate more body fat than muscle, um, and we can see this, of course, through tracking photos, we can look at that through scale weights and things like this. There comes a time in the gaining phase where everything's going perfectly, everything's swimmingly, the scale is creeping up really slowly, we're starting to improve performance, we're starting to improve our muscle, the amount of muscle tissue we have in our frame. And then it just gets to a certain week where we say, Okay, I can see you starting to accumulate a bit of body fat there, and then maybe another week after, and then maybe another week after, and then we say, okay, you know what, I've just kind of hit hit that threshold there. And then we say, what, what exactly happened in that time period? And usually what is the case is that we've simply become insulin resistant. And I'm going to use that phrase a little bit today, so I wanted to, to uh, if, um, um, define it even at the very, very beginning. So what happens there is our body starts to ignore our insulin. Insulin is a, a hormone in the body, um, insulin signaling. And when we become insulin resistant, we find it very easy to accumulate body fat very quickly. When we're insulin sensitive, which I'm going to talk about below, um, we optimize the amount of tissue or muscle tissue that we can grow. So when we need it is going to be when we start to accumulate more body fat than muscle tissue, which is usually because we're insulin resistant. Another two main factors that I'll, I'll ask every single client in their biofeedback markers every single week in a check-in is kind of how is our energy, how's our mood, and how's our appetite. In a gaining phase, there's it gets to a stage where we're eating more than we actually um, than we actually want to be eating. So again, I put up a, a post a couple of weeks ago where I was sitting down at a at a meal and I really did not want to eat it. Like I really, really didn't. And that's funny for me to say with such a big appetite. But it gets to a stage where your appetite just goes. Do you know our body just goes into survival mode here? Josh, stop eating food. Stop adding more rice to your meal. Stop adding more oats all this kind of thing. So appetite goes massively here. And then the other one is going to be feeling lethargic and our training performance starts to drop a little bit. Our energy goes down due to just the mass of food that we're putting in our body. And this is usually all telltale signs that we need to run a simple and effective recomposition phase. So number three is going to be how long do we run it for? Usually this for me, and I'll, I'll bring us back to um, the same phrase, effective and efficient, in and out. We do not want this to drag on. Three to eight weeks is something what I would call a recomposition phase. I think anywhere under three weeks, and we're not going to get the physiological adaptations that we're after, which I'm going to touch on below. Um, however, um, anything past eight weeks, and we're probably just running a, a I'd probably call that a longer term fat loss phase, um, where we're actually trying to strip down a good few kilos from our frame. We're talking, um, but it just really depends on what size the individual is. If I was trying to lose six, seven kilos or something like that, that would be more of a fat loss phase where here I'm trying to pull off maybe three kilos um, to just become responsive, etc. And which again, we'll touch on below um, or touch on after this. And that's all we need to do. So a simple kind of three to eight week in, dip the toe in, get in, get out, um, effective and efficient is the phrase. So why would anyone run a recomposition phase? 
the main thing that I will say is that the main phrase really is is obviously to become leaner. But why we become leaner is because we want to create a more responsive physique to re-enter a gaining phase. Okay, so that responsive physique is going to be the the key term that we use here. A responsive physique gains muscle tissue very quickly. A responsive physique minimizes the amount of muscle tissue or minimizes the amount of body fat that we gain. So I think that this is a very, very optimal thing to have when entering a gaining phase. So the more responsive that we can create our physique, the better opportunity we have to build lean muscle tissue while minimizing the amount of, of body fat. So we want to establish responsiveness across our physique. And what does responsiveness mean? I've used that term probably 20 times there in the last sentence. So a responsive physique has improved insulin sensitivity, so the opposite of insulin resistance. A more insulin sensitive physique allows us to be um, much more in a much more responsive. I'll start, stop to use that word. An insulin uh, uh, a physique that is or a body that is insulin sensitive has much more advan- advantage of growing m- more lean muscle tissue through that. Insulin resistant physique, like we said above um, or before, is is going to find that it's very hard to grow muscle and, and will accumulate a lot more body fat. So being insulin sensitive is very very advantageous here. We also have an improved utilization of food. So the food going in is getting utilized by the tissues and we're able to actually digest and utilize that food much, much better than when we were in that kind of stage where we're gaining excess body fat um, in that insulin resistance stage. So a responsive physique is improved insulin sensitivity, improved utilization of food, with a massive improved uh, appetite as well um, from that. So we can actually have have the want to eat food, which is a big part of, of growing muscle tissue, as we know that being in a surplus of calories is going to be advantageous for that. One thing as well that I see or that I, I would like to touch on is the reduction in mental fatigue as well from the, the sheer volume of food and timings of food that we have to consume. And you find that it, it, it it's almost harder than a dieting phase because you really have to plan out your meals. You have to plan out the timings in between meals because if you have a big meal and you're supposed to eat it at... At 3 p.m., if it's 150, 160, 170 grams of basmati rice, maybe a chicken fillet and 200 grams of veg, you're supposed to eat it at 4 o'clock, let's say, and you have dinner at half 7. If you miss that 4 o'clock meal and it gets to 5 o'clock, maybe half 5, or maybe even 6, do you know, something gets in the way because you're not hungry, then you have two meals and you have to eat two salmon fillets and 400 grams of potatoes or something like that in the evening. That's just a crazy, crazy, crazy amount of food. So it's a lot more mental fatiguing than you actually think. And it's not all just fun and games. And the other thing, of course, will be an improved GI stress. So GI is going to be our gastrointestinal system. um, And we can improve that by by not putting so much food in there. It's in overdrive, working extremely hard um, to try and digest and utilize the food that you're putting in. So this gives that a bit of relief. Um, And then also, like we said, we've reset the body our body composition we've become much much more responsive we've become much leaner which gives our our next gaining phase legs it gives it longevity then ahead of us so that's the why or that's the uh the why are we doing this it's more responsive physique and then all of those variables that we talked about is what we what we're looking for here and the main part of this podcast is going to be the how. How do we do this? I know a lot of coaches are going to be listening and, and we can really try and bring this um, bring this to, to the topic now and, and bring kind of percentages and, and numbers and things like that. And, and to really make this easier for you to understand, I'm going to use all of my figures. 
I'm going to use all my real figures that I use for my gaining phase into recomposition phase and you can see the difference between one and the other to really understand what, what has to be done here. So, like I said, I will use myself as an example. So, my last gaining phase was 12 and a half weeks. We call it 12 weeks long. Over that 12 weeks was just simply progressive eating. It started off at about, I think it was about 2,700 calories. And we just adapted the amount of food, or I adapted the food um, to meet the, the demands of my training. And we simply pushed food, pushed food, pushed food over that time period when I needed it, of course, and got gained about six kilos in that 12 weeks, which is a, a hefty amount of weight. Um, but I felt I did it quite well, accumulated a little bit of body fat towards the last couple of weeks, and therefore, and thus, why we run a recomposition phase. So how much food was I actually eating towards the end? And it's actually not as much as you guys might think. And sometimes I see people eating four, five, six K calories, which is extremely high. And I'm kind of lucky in the fact that that is not the case. Um, so on a training day, I was eating 3,400 calories. My protein was at 205 grams. My carbohydrates were at 480 grams. And my fat content was at, or dietary fat was at 65 grams. So that was taken in every time that I was doing a weight session, so training-wise. And then a non-training day was any day that I wasn't doing any weights, uh, any resistance training. I was just doing cardio or steps. And that intake was 3,050 calories, so about 350 calories less. Um, as we don't actually need, so this is a nice little time for me to say, we don't actually need as much food on that day. We use food for fuel and replenishment on a training day, and we can back off food a little bit um, on non-training day. So 3,050 calories on a non-training day, 203 grams of protein, so similar protein, 335 grams of carbs, so about 150 grams less carbs, and then 120 fat, so probably double the amount of fat. So from that, we can see that there's a higher fat intake and there's a less carbohydrate intake on a non-trained day and vice versa on a trained day. So we need carbs for fuel. Carbs are anabolic, insulin is anabolic. So we want that on a training day. On a non-trained day, we can increase fat and pull down carbs because we actually don't need it. With that in the gaining phase, we had I had one cardio session a week, about 30 minutes at about 130 or 140 beats per minute. And my steps averaged about 10K. So at this stage, I was 84 kilos, and I knew, okay, now is the time for me to run a recomposition phase. So where do I go from here? And this is where all the figures are going to come in for us um, that we can have a look at. So at this moment in time, my sensitivity to calories is very, very high. So at the moment, I have such a high food intake. If I was to drop a little bit of food off that, I'm sure that I would drop scale weight instantly. I'm talking a couple of hundred calories here, drop scale weight instantly. Our rate of gain is sped up. We're accumulating body fat quite quickly towards the end and we're becoming insulin resistant. So now is the time to run the recomp. So where do we go from here? And with clients, anyone that runs a recomposition phase with me will know this, um, that I like to use, especially when coming out of a gaining phase, I would like to specify, um, I'd like to use a kind of a percent method with clients and take about 30% off what you are currently eating. So a nice round figure there. And 30% seems a lot. And it is a lot. Um, but as we said, and I'll use this phrase always across this, this uh, podcast, in and out efficient and effective. We simply want to just get in and out and out into that gaining phase again. So 30% of 3,400 calories, which is my training day food, is 1,020 calories. 
30% of my non-training day food, which was 3,050, is 915 calories, which is a hell of a lot of food to drop out when you actually think of it. But when you're in this gaining phase, from a mindset perspective here, I could not wait <laughs> to drop that food. Genuinely, I could not wait because my appetite had dropped. I was feeling lethargic. All I wanted to do was just eat less food. My stomach was always just full. All I wanted to do was drop it. So it, it's easy to drop that food at that stage. So people who are listening who are on very, very low calories in a, in a dieting phase, it's a different ball game. Do you know, if we drop 200 calories off, off you guys at the moment, you'd really feel it. But if we drop 1,000 calories off, off myself, I was very, very happy to do so. So if we drop this all at once, we will respond extremely quickly. So as I said, in and out, effective and efficient here. Um, bringing you back to one of my open sentences like we talked about, the goal here is to gain as uh, most muscle tissue. We want to get back into a surplus. We do not want to hang around here. We don't want to hang around the deficit and it'd be 8, 10, 12, 15 weeks time running a recomposition phase. It's in and out, effective and efficient. We need to get this quick. So that's why we have such a drastic drop in food intake. And for myself, I, I've said this a couple of times. I know AJ said to me, what are our goals here over 2020, 2021? To get as strong and as much muscle tissue on my frame as possible. That doesn't happen in a recomposition phase. Yes, we can gain a little bit of tissue, but it's not maximized. It's not optimal. So we need to get in, out, effective and efficient into a gaining phase from there. So from there, and I'll tell you the two figures in a second as well. From there, my current setup food-wise is going to be training day is going to be 2,443 calories, um, 205 protein, so no changes there. What has dropped is 285 grams of carbs and 50 grams of fat. A non-training day is going to be 2,190 calories, so very specific here, 201 grams of protein, and 214 carbs and 80 grams of fat. I'm averaging probably 12 and a half K steps a day and cardio one to two times a week, depending on recovery. So today's supposed to be a cardio session for me. And what I found is that, and myself and AJ both agreed that this would probably happen, when you, when you return to the gym, and if you guys are listening, I know most of my listeners are um, in, in, in Ireland or in New York, who are both in, uh, or in uh, America even, who are all in lockdown and can't get into the gym. So this is very applicable for you guys. Um, when you return to the gym, what will happen is a lot of neurological fatigue. And that's our, our body just like our, our, our uh, acute to chronic work ratio here is completely off. So it'd be just like we just got hit by a bus when we go in and do our first set of heavy RDLs or hack squat. And that's kind of what has happened to me. So my ability to recover will probably reduce, although I've really, really put a uh, big effort into it. If I'm to do cardio on top of my four weight sessions a week, it's going to be very hard to recover. So that's kind of one that's left up to me. If I feel it on the day and I feel okay, and I don't think it's going to impede my session tomorrow, then I will do it. If, if I feel quite fatigued, which I actually do today, so I'm going to leave my cardio today as I have a lower body session tomorrow. Although my recovery marker is very good on my WHOOP, it's 70%, my HRV and resting heart rates are good. I feel a little bit drained. I feel a little bit drained, so I'm going to leave it. I'm using my subjective measures ahead of my objective today as I have a good uh, amount of experience in this, and I'm going to leave it, okay? So... 
protein will remain the same regarding it's if it's a recomposition base this would be my advice to you of course all this is advice by the way i probably should have said that in the first sentence this is just the way i like to do things and it seems to work quite well and myself and aj both have similar approaches to this and when we jumped on he actually didn't change anything that i was doing so he just said yep we're bang on the money here let's keep doing what we're doing so protein will always remain the same for me a small tiny tiny change if need be but it will always try and remain the same carbs and fats in particular from carb sources are going to be your main ones that you can drop so looking at the tri- the pre-recomp gaining phase and then recomposition phase numbers here okay so we're going from training day to training day is going to be gaining phase was 3400 calories Training day now is 2,443 calories. So we've dropped off at 950 calories from that. My protein in my gaining phase was 205 grams, and my protein now is 205 grams. So absolutely no change regarding protein intake. What has changed is 480 grams of carbs to 285 grams of carbs. So we're dropping off 200 grams of carbs, and I definitely do feel that. That's a couple of bagels worth there, I can tell you. And 65 grams of fat to 80, or to, excuse me, to 50 grams of fat. So we've taken 15 grams of fat off. So 200 grams of carbs and 15 grams of fat equates to 950 odd calories is what I've taken off there. Non-training day, I've gone from 3,050 calories to 2,190 calories. So probably about, I probably should have done this math before, probably about 800 and 60 calories there, to be exact, actually. 860 calories we've dropped off. We've gone from 203 grams of protein to 201, so no changes there, bar two grams. I think we can let that one slide. 335 grams of carbs to 215 grams of carbs, so we've knocked off 120 grams of carbs, and then 120 grams of fat to 80 grams of fat, okay? So we're now we're at 40 grams of fat less. less. So I think we can all agree it's a big jump, but you know what? I actually am really enjoying it at the moment. Like I'm still have a couple of weeks left and um, my appetite is slowly improving, but I'm comfortable at this food. You know, I'm okay here, um, which which is good. It, this is what I, I wanted. I wanted to feel more comfortable again, my body to actually feel like it's human again, rather than eating this amount of food. Um, and and right now we're, we're 2.2 kilos down in three weeks. Um, and I'm due a new low weigh-in over the next couple of days please lord um as i've been at the same weight for three days in a row unsure why but well i think after um, a rest day today usually is when i see a good drop in scale weight as we have a little bit less inflammation in the body in cortisol which are going to be water retainers so a good amount of weight that we've pulled off so far and i would like to probably pull another give or so probably one one to one and a half kilos over the next two two weeks maybe a little bit more Staying at about 1% rate of loss a week, um, which would be 1.6 um, kilos to 2.0 kilos. Something like that would be great. Um, so once we enter the, the gaining phase again, so let's let's fast forward now. In two weeks or so, when this recomposition phase is over for me, where do we go from there? Okay, so I'm not going to really touch on this too much, um, but I would like to just give you guys a, a little bit of information on how I would run things with clients and how I would run things with myself. And well, I'll let AJ run this, but I'm sure he'll be somewhat similar to myself. Once we re-enter the gaining phase, we will drive food straight away up about 500 calories. And then we simply take it from there. 
we simply just want to try and find the sweet spot and the sweet spot for me is is 0 0.2 0 0.4 0 0.5 kilos uh, a week nothing more than that i think anything after that and we're accumulating more body fat and um, than needs to be and i'll say this when you see these la these guys on maybe instagram or whatever and they're um, assisted and um, so taking some anabolic steroids or whatever they, they can go up two three kilos a week and look more lean than when they did the week before or they can go up 10 kilos in a month or two months or whatever and and look leaner than they did before that that can't happen for for people who are um, unassisted so i i'm trying to really really slow down this gaining phase now so don't look at those figures and think i can do that because i can tell you from experience and i know we talked about this in my last podcast you will gain a lot of body fat very quickly. It's a lot slower. It's much harder to enter a gaining phase because the progress is so slow. And that's why you want to do it for eight, nine months of the year and you want to diet down, maybe even 10 months, and you diet down for eight to 12 weeks. So take your time. I'm looking for 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4 kilos a week here. And if we can min max, or minimize the amount of body fat we, we gain, we're going to be in a fantastic place um, come 12, 16, 20 weeks time. So that's how we're going to run things regarding um, getting back uh, into the gaining phase from there. So to wrap things up, um, hopefully that this gives you a good little bit of an insight. Um, hopefully that you enjoyed use me using myself an example or some real life figures. Um, hopefully that have given you some good detail that you guys can take home, use with your own clients, use with yourself um, and set up a potential recomposition phase. Please note, I would like to say, and again, I probably should have said this first thing, these are simply guidelines. They are not set in stone. They will probably not work exactly how I've said them for you. I would be surprised if they did. You, this is the individualized or this individual specific program. This is what needs to be done. So you'll have to evaluate your own progress, make adjustments as you go, taking photos, tracking scale weights, bi-weekly or weekly, and you'll be able to, to know and get a feel for it um, when, you, when you have hit that insulin resistance stage. How coaching works for me is execute. We execute the amount of food and training plans that we're going to go for. We evaluate it. We check photos, scale it, etc. We manipulate if need be. Push food up, pull food down, more training volume, less training volume. And then we simply repeat. So execute, evaluate, manipulate, repeat. And that is coaching. That's how you have to go about any type of phase that you're in. You have to evaluate most important part and make any adjustments that need to be done. And with that said, I am still available for a little bit of online coaching. I'm closing in on, on full capacity now at the moment. And I've said it to myself and I've said it to um, Mark, who is my business coach at the moment, that I will not let it go past a certain amount um, that will affect my quality of coaching. That is the last thing that I will ever let happen. Um, so I have a number in my head and we're getting nearer and nearer to that. Um, but I do have room for a few new clients at the moment. So whether you're running, uh, looking to run even, or simply running at the moment, an effective gaining phase, an effective recomposition phase, an effective long-term dieting phase, please reach out. Do you know, I'm, I'm only a message away. And as long as you have motivation, as long as you have an okay amount of experience, it doesn't need to be elite level, um, but a little bit of experience. Um, but a will to work is the main thing and a will to, to learn and to really, really go at this. 
you will no doubtably be a perfect fit for me and my team. So I hope to hear from you. Please drop me a DM or an email or anything and, and we can get you started from there. Otherwise, guys, I just want to say a massive thank you for, for tuning in um, to this podcast or if you have listened to any other podcast before. I really, really appreciate it and I'll catch you in the next one.